Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Tuesday morning, February 18th in 2020 on When I Rise. We are in year A, and this is Transfiguration Sunday, or the time in which Jesus and his disciples went up to the mountain and his glory was revealed in front of them. So we're taking a break from the Epiphany season, and we're getting closer and closer to the Lent season. So we'll talk about the Transfiguration on Friday, uh, but there's a list of texts that are that accompany and support that great text from Matthew chapter 17. So on Tuesdays, we take the psalm for the week, and so we'll be in Psalm chapter 2. There's actually a couple psalms available, both kingly psalms uh, that uh, are in the Psalter. And so Psalm chapter 2 is where we'll be today. So I'll read the passage and then provide a couple points of reflection Then we'll spend some time praying along its theme this morning. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise to meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 2 Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. He rebukes them in his anger and he terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will proclaim the Lord's decree. He said to me, You are my son. Today I become your father. Ask me and I'll make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. You will break them with a rod of iron and you will dash them to pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, be wise, be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling. Kiss his son, or he'll be angry, and your way will lead you to your destruction. For his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. This is the word of God for us. Okay, let me offer a couple points of reflection today as we turn to a time of prayer. Psalm 2, once again, is one of these kingly psalms, and it celebrates uh, God installing a king over his people. And this psalm is critical for the later developments of what they call the messianic expectation of the people of Israel. So let me just unpack that for a second. Once Israel had a king, God promised that uh, he would always have a king in David's lineage to lead the people of Israel. But since Israel was God's people and Abraham's people, they believed that whoever God installed as king and confirmed that it was attested, you know, a king attested uh, to God or attested by God, uh, that that person would also be the Lord of the whole earth. So, once again, Israel is the center of God's plan to rework all of creation. So whoever's king, whoever proves to be God's choice of king over Israel, is the Lord of the whole world. So this was monumental in the early Christian teaching because they believed that Jesus was the one whom God has chosen to be the Messiah of Israel. So if you were to give a a ten-word explanation of the gospel... It would be this, that Jesus is Israel's crucified and risen Messiah. And and de facto, what that means is he's the Lord over the whole world. And so you'll recognize a couple of these verses, and that those are are repeated in the Gospels and New Testament. Um, As God calls upon Jesus, 
he calls him his son. He said, you are my son. Today I become your father. We hear those words echoed at the baptism. We see that at the Mount of Transfiguration, the passage that we're going to cover at the end of the week. Uh, but what I want to focus on is verses, uh, or verse 8. Ask me and I'll make the nations your inheritance. So once again, the promise that Jesus is Israel's Messiah makes him the Lord over the whole world. And I heard a group of people praying over this psalm once, and I felt like it was something that deeply shaped me. As they thought about Jesus being Israel's Messiah and the Lord, the world's one Lord, the Savior of the world, all nations, um, they began to pray a refrain. And that refrain was, these people were asking God to give Jesus the reward of his suffering. Jesus did suffer. He took the sins of the whole world upon him. Not just our sins, but for the sins of the whole world, as it says in 1 John. And so as we pray uh, to Jesus, as we pray to God on behalf of what Jesus has done, we ask God for him to move in all the nations of the earth and to give Jesus the reward of his sufferings. As he's installed as king over the whole world, he is that because he is God's son and he suffered in order to bring salvation to all humanity. So what I want to pray today, I want to pray just that we're mindful of the sufferings that Christ endured on the cross as he scorned the shame of the cross, and that we would ask God for all the nations, not just nations who know him, but all the nations that still don't know him. We think about the 1040 window, just multitudes of people, millions of people who have never heard the gospel before, and all the missionary efforts, and all the Bible translating that's happening so that people might hear a proclamation of the gospel. And I want to distill that down to this this idea of we love Jesus and we love what he's done for us, that he suffered for us. So we're going to ask that God, that we're going to plead with God, that God would give Jesus the reward of his sufferings, which is the salvation of all the nations. So we'll spend some time praying for the nations of the world and honor Christ as we do so this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you for today. And we thank you for this big, bold truth that we get to reflect on today. That we get to internalize, we get to proclaim that Jesus is Israel's Messiah. And because of that, he is the world's one Lord. It was expected from the very beginning, God, that your one people would bless all nations. And so we thank you that Jesus has been proved worthy. He's the only one worthy to be the Messiah of God. And so we thank you that because of his sufferings, that you're drawing all people to yourself. God, we thank you for the words of Christ we remember this morning where he says that unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. We thank you that it was always encoded into your plan to have one suffer for the many. But we thank you that you saw fit to see Jesus as the faithful one, to be installed over Israel's to be over Israel to be Israel's Messiah that he is the humble king he's the one who is worthy and so God we think about all the nations of the earth today all people people that you love we thank you that Jesus died not just for our sins but for the sins of the whole world and so God today we reflect on the sufferings of Christ we reflect on them for our own lives we also ask we humbly ask that you give to Jesus all the nations that you give him the reward of his suffering, that you would draw all people to yourself, 
So God, we pray particularly for the world in which that wakes up today and they've never heard about Christ. They've never heard the gospel. And we thank you for the tireless efforts of missionary agencies, for people who risk their lives, for those who are translating the scriptures so that people might hear the message of Christ in their own language and they could study the text and know the knowledge of God in their own language. God, we pray that you'd multiply their efforts today, that you give them grace upon grace today, that you give them favor today, that something would happen today in, in the nations, in that 1040 window today, where there be an opening, that there be an unveiling, that there be a revelation given so that multitudes of people would hear of the love of God that we find uniquely in Jesus Christ and that they would turn their lives towards serving Christ. So God, we pray today that you give Jesus the reward of his sufferings that you draw all people to yourself. Ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.